We are live. Welcome back to Big Ben and K Win on NoFilter.net. You know the drill. Watch us live each week on NoFilter.net. If you miss it, go back to NoFilter.net, click on Big Ben and K Win, click on our vault, watch us on demand at any time. If you're more of a podcast person, that's okay. We got you covered. Apple, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart. Download, listen, and subscribe. Big Ben and K Win. Week 14, part two. I'm K Win. He's Big Ben. Let's get it. Yesterday was a rough day for me. Talk to me. It's it was an episode of Seinfeld. So you know how you have kind of the segments inside Bale the Lane's doing something, Kramer's got something cooking, George and so forth. Well, I didn't decide to shave, shave, shave my chest, but what I did do uh, is I went downtown. And you know when people get off work and it's like between 4 and 5.30 and it's just everyone wants to get home. No one's driving with any intent to be a, a good human on the roadway. It's I want to get home as soon as humanly possible. So I went downtown near the Amazon buildings down in South Lake Union, attempted to leave at 4.30. It took, me, it took me 27 minutes to get down there. It took me an hour and 45 minutes to get home. Wow. Then I came home and proceeded to watch Baker Mayfield get on <laughs> for all of two days, go down and have the drive of his life. 98 yeah. yards. Derek Carr played like... Derek Carr plays like Derek Carr. That's the bad Derek Carr. 180 mm -hmm. yards and, and two what, interceptions. You got a big play to Devontae early on. You can't get, carry that momentum. They miss. They absolutely miss Darren Waller and Renfro, for that matter. You give Jacobs the ball so much that it's almost like your receivers forget how to catch because he's had the ball, you know. 22 times, I think, in the first half, which was a record. But on the flip side of it, the last couple of years, all they did was throw to the receivers, and then Jacobs forgot how to run the ball. Like, Baker actually said this last night. It's like Jacobs is that kind of running back that he needs the repetition. He need, He's a volume runner, right? And so, but you got to figure out how to balance the offense. You got to figure out how to not let Baker meet and slap the ball. Okay, the most Raider thing I saw in that entire game, entire game, Baker has the ball and the guy slapped. That's a playground, fourth grade, fifth grade type move. And you get a, a penalty for that. That is the most Raider move I've seen. I would, there needs to be a quality control officer for the get that gets paid heavily for the Raiders just to teach them how to act both on and off the field. That's what I, I take away from that game. I have my silver and black on for the Raiders, but I got to take my best off. <laughs> Out here in L.A., it's like 60 degrees. It's the only time I can wear my beanie, so that's why I have it on. <laughs> At least it's not Carhartt. Yeah, it's not. Didn't turn that trend. All right, let's so week 14, Baker, or excuse me, did Baylor get his picks in? He got his picks in. He's already 0 for 1. Oh, geez. Because <laughs> he picked his Raiders last night. So Baker did it two times on him. Did him two times. Him. But we brought out a new segment called West Coast Word Association, where I say a word, 
related to an NFL player or an NFL team, only West Coast, because it's the best coast. And you have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. And then we banter a little bit and we go on to the next one. We tried it with Baylor. We got to do it with you. Are you ready? Okay. I am ready. Single word? Or do I get a single word and then explanation? I talk get a, a lot. Single word. You know that. Get a single word in, pause, and then go for it. <laughs> okay. Pause is going to be hard. Baker Mayfield. Spiritual. Interesting. He was down on his knees after he had that drive, and I think he was praying to someone because the fact that he got that much time to make that last throw, he's been so many places. They documented the fact that, like, McVeigh was like salivating at the fact just to get Baker. Cause I think here's what I see of Baker. If I was to forecast the future of Baker Mayfield, he smartens up and says, I'll just be Chase Daniel for the rest of my career. Not a bad thing to do. Yeah. And then he becomes a phenomenal coach. I can see that from Baker, just a good quarterbacks coach. Um, I think he knows what to do. He just doesn't have the athleticism and arm strength to do it. I'm calling him the antithesis of what he's been so far in his NFL career. Like, he's throwing the ball in contested coverage. He's driving and leading his team to a win. He's doing everything. Or he did last night this first game. Mr. Hollywood, what a game. I mean, they've been saying all week that he's really playing for his NFL career. I forgot he was the number one pick the year he came out because he's just been an afterthought in Cleveland and then in Carolina. And now he's fighting for his NFL life. And you're right. Like, he's got to prove himself as a serviceable backup. And then hopefully if a Geno Smith situation comes up, then he's got to rise to the rise to the occasion and start. But I don't think anyone's going to give him a starting position. You, you said something you probably wanted to too. Is he's he's one? He's playing with house money and he's got nothing to lose. Like where where is Baker's stock right now going into this audition? In the toilet, all time low, all time low. So what do you have to lose? He he is. I mean that he he got the best beneficiary of that. Uh, st- I forget the Strawonski's catch, contested catch last night. And then Bam Jefferson, that was just a dime. Um, Yeah, if you're Baker, you got nothing to lose. Go out there. I mean, don't throw into triple coverage, but to your point, throw throw into some contested balls. Get dirty. Next word, or next West Coast NFL words, the Las Vegas Raiders. Is that your word? (laughs) Yeah. Deep sigh in quotations. That's it. That's that's my word. Deep sigh. I don't know. I was thinking about it. There it is. Another sigh. (laughs) Double sigh. But I'll pause for you. No, you're ready. You're good. You sigh. I I don't know what it's. Go. Go back to Al Davis 
and him ripping the Raiders away from Oakland initially. Re, I think they he rebranded the Raiders like these ferocious, you know, the Raiders, what is, people that came to stole from you effectively. I mean, the branding fits the organization almost. And I think the, the, been in Oakland, been in Las Vegas, like maybe ship them to, to Omaha, Nebraska for a year and see if that helps. Like, I think it's just a product of their environment, unfortunately. Um, and they just can't get out of their own way. Like there needs to be someone, there needs to be an officer, like a, a penalty officer walking around being like, that's unacceptable. Like go sit on the bench, get their mom to come out and scold them on the bench and say, that's not the way to play football or something. Because it's been year after year, it's been penalties and mistakes, penalties and mistakes, penalties and mistakes. And it might be the culture, I don't know. The Raiders, they have talent. People, they won three straight, but lose a game like that last night with the same dialogue, penalties and mistakes. It's a definition of insanity. Same thing over and over again. Baylor's probably going insane. Yeah. Well, he said last night, they probably lead the NFL in career for penalties. You know, they, but they, they keep making mistakes. And when you think they're down, like earlier in the season, I'm like, they're done. They come back. They win three straight. They're in the hunt. Like two walk-off wins in overtime. Adams in um, in Denver. And then Jacobs at home. And you're like, they're back. They're playing the Rams. You know, going back to last night, Baker did not start. Wolford started one series. They threw Baker in. No Stafford, no Cup, no Allen Robinson. I don't know Aaron Donald. You're thinking no chance. But the Rams win, and it comes down to the Raiders. It's stupid mistakes, and I just can't figure out Carr. Like, he's not like the upper-class quarterback. I don't think he's a third-tier quarterback. But, like, he he's stuck in a place of, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but then, like, Towards the halftime, that interception where he just threw it, and the Raiders were up 16 to three, and then they didn't score, and then that came back. It's just like he doesn't make the right plays at the right moments to be to get the team to the next level. I believe Carr has. Remember, he was the number one pick too coming out of Fresno. Yeah, was it his brother number one? Or Him or his brother? One? I don't know. Probably both. Who knows? Tomato, tomato. Um, I think he has all the attributes of like a top tier, like Joe Burrow. I don't see any difference between him and Joe Burrow in the makeup, physically, you know, physically and anything like that. I think it's just the mentality, the mindset. And you know, Tom Brady's probably perfected that. Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, I just has swagger. There's no way you take a Bengals team like that to the Super Bowl if you're not, you know, if you don't have it have it right upstairs. And I just don't think Derek does, you know, there's like, if you're going to lean the franchise on that guy, unfortunately at this point, it's going to topple over. Like, I don't think he's strong enough. So yeah, there's always been a talk of a divorce there, but again, he he plays just, just well enough. Just Just well enough. enough. Like you want to give up on him, but then you're like, no, 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 he's our guy. (laughs) And like, I love the guy. I feel like he's the underdog. Everyone wants to get rid of him. But then he does something where he just doesn't perform at the right moment. And you're like, ah, get rid of him. 
here's the funny part. If you get rid of him, do you see the how bad do you see John Wofford? The fact that he's in the NFL is amazing to me. Like if I have you know, if I have a son right now, I'm just teach him how to throw a pass and read a defense and like get to the NFL and he'll stick. Like Chase Daniel. It's amazing to me how literally there's just tears of, and then it falls off. Like yeah, drastically. This guy never falls off. And this guy is a dominant, dominant defensive force. Nick Bosa. Ooh. DNA. Interesting. Please elaborate, sir. That, that guy's got all the right genes in him. Have you, like, look at him and his brother. They were, they were built to be defensive ends. Just absolutely stacked. Um, you can see his techniques great. He he knows his opponents well. He's you can see that he's he's getting sacks the right way. It's like he he's using his technique. He's just he's he's not your Lawrence Taylor ferocious come at you and just you know bull rush you. He's you know doing the right things, playing the scheme. Both is. If you could get those two guys on the same team, look out. Look out. And he makes plays at the right time, like in the Dolphins game. Like all year, like it's the pressures, it's the sacks. And it's not saying much that me and you talk about him, but when I hear other NFL players talk about him, like Trent Williams is like, he said it like two years ago. He's like, this guy's legit. And I'm like, all right, I think Trent Williams would know. And then you just see, like, the evolution and the progress. You know, I'm a big T.J. Watt fan, which I think you know. Um, But Bosa, T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, and Max Crosby, are those the four best pass rushers in the NFL right now? Uh, Mad Max? I mean, I think Micah's still, like – I think what we've seen from both, probably both closest at this point is like you understand, to your point, you understand when, when to pass rush. Like you could go balls to the wall at the quarterback, but that's not going to benefit your team all the time. You're going to, you know, give up something or, um, you know, not play to the defensive scheme that you're actually assigned to. <sighs> Watt, Bosa, Max, yeah. I guess Chris Jones, Kansas City. Yeah, I think there's, you could argue for a lot of DNs. There's a lot of high end. Like, I'm excited to see what Hutchinson turns into in in, in uh, Detroit. And then you got a guy, um, his makeup, he actually, they play at 3-4, I think, in, in Cincinnati. So it's a little different scheme, but I forget his last name, but he's a beast too. I mean, your your team's built around your linemen. So you have a Bosa on your team. The reason the Niners are what? Sniffing the playoffs, Super Bowl. Don't jinx us. I know what I, you're trying to do. Do I get a, do I get to do word association with you? No, you're the featured guest. I got two more, <laughs> and you can ask me if you want. We're gonna go up to Pacific Northwest. Tariq Woolen. Jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have like six interceptions? 
I believe he does. Listen, there's there's two. There's him and um, Kobe Bryant um, that we drafted. And coming into it, I think one thing that Pete Carroll has proven is that he's a good evaluator of secondary talent. We've had a lot of good secondary talent. Take Richard Sherman, for example. But Tariq Woolen, we thought we were going to have a tough time, which is why everyone thought we were going to stink, is there's no way these guys are going to mature enough to go up, to up against Yeah, NFC West had some good quarterbacks. You know, last thing you want, you, you got to have guys that go 1v1. I forget who said it. There's a receiver where a, a cornerback was touting off. Like, I held him in check, Justin Jefferson, a Jets cornerback. He's like, man, Justin, Justin said, no, not with safety coverage over top, you didn't. Like, I was running routes to avoid the safety. Like, come at me 1v1, and then you figure it out. And that's what Tariq Woolen can do, man. The guy's big. He's he's strong. Um, I think he's benefited from being a rookie and that good. It's just people look at that and go, there's no way a rookie's going to be able to cover this route, you know, or, or scheme or understand what we're trying to run here. And he has for the most part. Like, that rookie secondary is the reason the Seahawks are in the playoff hunt. Without, without them playing that well, we're not even close. Not even close. Like our, our run defense is atrocious. Atrocious. And the fact that Tariq Woolen and Co. Bryant and the rest of the secondary is held up, the reason, I guess, the reason Seahawks are, are still around. DJ Dallas. Ooh. Who from I just want to know if he's healthy or not. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say who from the U because no one's no one knows who DJ Dallas is except Seattle Seahawks fan. We'll know him if Kenneth Walker is hurt. We need to pick up DJ Dallas. Yeah, I mean Travis Homer, DJ Dallas. These guys have always stuck around just as third and fourth backs who are serviceable that no one ever thought they'd get a start, but here they are. He's good on special teams. <laughs> if you get credit for tackles. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That was a loaded question. Whoa. Um, you want to get into week 14, a couple games? Let's do it. Or, or do you have word association for me? I got, I got three quick ones. Okay. First one's Trey Lance. Wow. The jury's still out, right? We saw him still? early. I mean, we so let's take a look at Justin Fields. The difference, like Justin Fields played last year. Trey didn't. Justin Fields struggled a little bit in the beginning of this year, and he's making progress. And we'll know who I think Justin Fields is next year. Trey Lance, I don't think we still know who he is. <laughs> next year because we we haven't seen them play enough games the jury's still out hung jury it's going to be a hung jury i don't think they're ever going to just come to a decision on trade yeah okay my next one is i'm going to stay kyler murray underappreciated i mean remember his rookie year 
when it's like, oh, he should have signed with the A's and taken that money. And everyone's like, oh, wow, he's the next Russell Wilson. And then, oh, my gosh, he's Mahomes. He can do all this. He had back-to-back great years. I don't know what year he's in right now, year three or year four. But he's taking the blame of the Cardinals losing season. And I don't think it's fair. Hopkins has been out. Hollywood Brown has been out. James Conner has been hurt. And his coach, this is his first go-around in the NFL. I think you get a right system around him, the right players in place. And he's in a tough division, too. Probably the best division in football. So underappreciated. Uh, I'm going to use a figurative gaming term. Uh, he needs to hit the reset button. <laughs> he needs to, from the top down. He needs a haircut. He needs to go figure, like, just take everything and strip it down and be like, let's become a football player and 100% focus there. And I got you. I think he's got all the talent. I think, actually, he's he's showing more savvy than someone even like Russell Wilson to, like, work within the confines of the offense while also be a very shifty um, rusher. We'll see. See. Okay. Last one for you. I was going to come up with a Santa Clara football player, but I couldn't find anyone. Brent Jones. Best tight end ever. Better than Gronk. Better than Kelsey. <laughs> better than Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> All right. Mike Shannon. Not Mike. Who's Kyle. His? Kyle. Sorry. Offensive genius. That's it. He just needs a quarterback that can make plays. We've talked about this in the past. Like, Shanahan is going to put together the scheme to make sure that his team is successful, no matter who the quarterback is. It's Trey Lance, it's Jimmy, it's Brock Purdy. Like, during the regular season, he's going to win a lot of games and the team is going to do well because of what he can do. But in the playoffs, playoffs you need a quarterback who can take you down the field who can improvise who can make plays with his feet and his legs aka josh allen aka mahomes brady can't make it with his feet but he can throw and rogers like if shanahan ever gets a quarterback that can do that i think the niners can win a super bowl trey lance has to grow into that for the 49ers to win a super bowl jimmy g could be back in seven weeks they're not going to win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry to say it. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be a close game. And then we can't score a touchdown because we can't move the ball down the field because we're playing against a tough defense in the playoffs. Okay. Disgruntled Miners fans. We want to win every year sustainable and know we're going to win for the next nine years. Lock them up forever. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's not like you have a franchise quarterback to get rid of anyway. That's true. <laughs> All right. You want to talk to Western Standard 6 here? We, we already yeah. saw the Rams beat the Raiders. Yeah, get those yeah, two sorry teams out. The Bucks are playing my Niners. Brady comes back to the Bay Area. Here's what I want to point out, Big Bet. It's Brock Purdy's first start. It's Tom Brady's a million start. No, it's not a million, but it seems like that. I think Brady started 373 games. 
What do you expect out of Brock on Sunday? Um, I saw someone do a bit. They were talking about Niners fans about, you know, what happened in the game. Garoppolo got hurt. You know, CMC is playing pretty well. You know, I guess, well, I already buried the lead or uh, broke the lead. But, yes, he goes, I guess we are doing pretty well. And just, I don't think Brock Purdy is going to kill you. Like, he's not, he's better than, say, Wolford and hopefully better than Mayfield, but probably not too much better, like barely better. Um, I, honestly, I, I thought about this too today. What do you do? I would probably run a lot of Wildcat with Debo or CMC even, or like just switch things up quite a bit and give Brock the opportunity to hand off the ball and make short passes. Hopefully Kittle's healthy. So you have kind of a fallback or some guy that you can say, I'm running a five-yard out, just throw it like Jimmy does normally, and we'll be okay. Yeah. I, I expect I expect the stat line that we saw from Baker last last night, which is probably a barely above 500 completion or 50 completion percentage, probably around 120 to 180 yards. Never I mind. saw what the Baker box... How did he do that fourth quarter? Holy cow. Well, hopefully Brady won't do that to the Niners like he did to <laughs> the Saints. The Bucks look awful. Like, I'm not putting it on Tom Brady. I'm not putting it on Mike Evans. I don't know who I'm putting it on. But the Bucks do not look good. And the Niners have a great defense. Brock Purdy, just don't turn the ball over. Hand the ball off. Make this a running game. Just... Go right down the line. RB1, RB2, RB3, a couple screens over the middle. I think the Niners win easily because I don't think the Bucs will be able to move the ball or do anything with Bosa breathing down Brady's throat. I mean, Brady never get take sacks, so it's going to be a lot of incompletions. We can figure out the over-under on incompletions and bet the over because <laughs> Brady's just going to get the ball out quick because Bosa's going to be in the backfield almost every other play. Has, has there been some talks of Brady, like this is potential Brady could land with the Niners next, oh, yeah. next year? What's the trade package going back to the Bucks? Trey Lance, Bosa, Debo. Here's why it's... Brady's just going to walk for, what, a few shares in Salesforce stock or what? He's a free agent. Oh, you're right. So... <laughs> He might he he might be home shopping. He might be yeah. on Redfin while he's here, huh? He might. Okay. Next Lumen game Field. I want to talk about. No, go ahead. No, let me get my Seahawks. You just got your Niners. I don't know why I called them my Seahawks. Right. Well, they're above five hundred, and I'll do like Tariq Woolen. Panthers haven't run one on the road this year. All right, next game. God, how how mad do you think? Do you think the Baker Panthers are kicking themselves? Like, man, we let Baker go. Now I don't know who they're rolling with now. It's Sam Darnold. Oh, geez, Sammy's back. Sammy's back. Sammy. Oof. Sam actually played well last year, and he's played well so far since he's been back. You're defending him. They're all five and one. Do they have a chance against the Seahawks? Yeah. Here's my upset pick. Oh, Carolina comes out on top, beats the Seahawks. Seahawks what? snapped a two-game losing streak last week. 
unfairly against the lifeless Rams. Here comes the lifeless Panthers. Devontae's Foreman. Looking ahead of their schedule, they're going to overlook the Panthers, and Sam Darnold is going to take it to Pete Carroll. Okay. Sorry, Ben. I'm not, I'm not on the Seahawks train this weekend. That's fine. Which means they could I probably know. win. I'll stop off watching after the 10 a.m. games anyway. What else we got on the we docket? Got the tw- we got the 2020 draft ball. We got Miami versus oh. the Chargers. So I want to play a little game with you. I want to do a little redraft of the quarterbacks. So I'll give you some time. I'll give you the quarterbacks you're redrafting. So okay. Burrow went one. I think Tua went five. Herbert went six. Jordan Love went in the first round. Jalen Hurts went in the second round. And your boy Jacob Eason went in the fourth round. Those are the seven. Those are the seven quarterbacks you're redrafting. So just, Bo, just Burrow, like Herbert, the Herbert. Order. Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Jordan Love, Jalen Hurts in the second round. And uh, Jake the Snake, Montlake Eason. Okay. Is that seven? No, that's six. Burrow, Herbert, Tua, Love, Hurts, Eason. Oh, no. It's just six. Yeah. Okay. Are Are you picking... Like, if you want to be a homer and take Eason first, that's fine. <laughs> Jake Eason went to Lake Stevens uh, High School. Redraft. Give me the. Let's hear it. Okay. I think you're struggling with number one right now. I think you're struggling. I know who you want to go with, but you're like, maybe I shouldn't because this guy's having a breakout year. He's an MVP candidate. You're struggling. No, listen, listen. You don't. You don't go up. Could Could be. Could. Could be. When you're drafting like this, you, you take what they've done in the league already, because the idea is okay. that they probably do it again. Um, so I'm going to go Burrow one. Okay. Um, this is where I I have a big like it would definitely depend on the personnel I have around me, whether I take Hertz or Herbert next. Like I would probably. It would depend on my my running backs and my wide receiver depth. If I have a lot solid wide outs, I'd probably go Herbert. Um, yeah, I think if you took AJ Brown and Devontae Smith away from Hurts, he'd be toast. Um, you take Jamar Chase, Ty Higgins, and Boyd away from Burrow, he'd be toast. That's uh, and Burrow could throw it to a. To me, collectively, I think it would be okay. I don't think Love has that accuracy. I'd go Herb Burrow, Herbert, Love. Wait, wait, you're going no. Jordan no, Love no, no. three? <laughs> Burrow, <laughs> you better take just, that back. I am can, not cutting this out. Can, can we can we can, can we move can we move Love and Eason then to the undrafted free agent market? Like just get them off the board. That's fine. You just have to rank the top six in the redraft order. So, like, okay, I'm going to go. Eason could be Mr. Irrelevant. I'm going to go Burrow, Herbert, Love, Tua. Wait, wait, you said Love again. No. (laughs) 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 Burrow, 
Burrow, Herbert, Hurts, Tua. I don't think has Love seen the field. Sure, give me Love, and then Eason. I think we've seen Eason too much. I don't. I think he played for the Colts for two seconds and then didn't do too well. Love, I think they just keep him there to to chastise Aaron Rodgers play better. Um, Tua. God, I think he's been. If anyone's benefited more from a wide receiver on their team, it's it's Tyreek Hill and Tua because Tua under threw at least three passes that I saw last week where Tyreek just ran under him. He had all his speed left to do it. I think Burrow's got the moxie. Herbert's lacked his wide receivers healthy for a full sustainable season, and Hertz is God. He's he's one run away though from getting. You know, being tough. So it's a reason I like Burrow and Herbert over him. I like your list. I would switch a couple around. I go Hurts number one. I like a running quarterback. So mm-hmm. I go Hurts one. I go Herbert two. Then I go Burrow three. No disrespect to any of them. All three of them are great and will be great. Um, Maybe it's just like 1A, 1B, and 1C, because I think those three are the studs. I think those are the cream of the crop. And then from there, I think it goes. If it's fantasy it. football, I'm taking Hurts, number one. Of course, <laughs> he's going to put up the most points. You know? He's looked great this year, right? Like, if you're going to judge him on this year, he's got that number one wide receiver now. He didn't have that before. He was throwing to Miles Sanders. He was running all the time because he had no one to throw to. <laughs> exactly. I mean, those for every like, look at Josh Allen and how he's emerged because Stefan Diggs has been around, Gabe Davis, guys like that. You know, without those guys, Josh Allen's just running for his life. And, and it's there's there was one play I watched. Like, it's remarkable what your feet can do for you, though. Like we've seen so often, Russell Wilson reach the ball out for an offensive or a first down because you know the defenders don't want to hit him. But you see guys just stop before they're going to go out of bounds and throw a, you know, throw a pass. And that's something Herbert and Burrow aren't doing, but, I mean, those guys can chuck it. Just absolutely step into one. Herbert's the reason six, why six. we're talking about the 2020 redraft ball and the quarterbacks and not the game, because I think the Dolphins are going to blow them out. I don't even think it's going to be close. The Chargers are too banged up. Their defense is awful. I got the Dolphins by two touchdowns. I, I sense that too. It's it's weird. Like the Chargers always get to this time of year and it's like, hey, you guys are in it. You could still win some games and make the playoffs. And it looks like they're like, ah, it sounds like, you know, it'd be better to just go out and go surfing, get on a banana boat. Like we're, we're good. We're all right. Um, we'll see if Keenan Allen can play a full game this year, Jimmy Christmas. Mike Williams, we'll see if he makes it. Like they don't have the down the field threat. Like they don't. When Mike Williams is healthy and Herbert is healthy, they're a whole different team. Up to this point, Agreed. it's possession receivers and hand it to the guitar boy Eckler in the in the end zone. Hey, I gotta give pay you a compliment. Oh, thank you. you I gotta make sure we're recording this. You you. You give you put off this idea that you're not good at fantasy football or like you don't know what you're doing, but you I think you're in first place, correct? 
I'm not in first. I'm in third. I think I may have dropped to fourth. Anyway, you're beating me, so that's why I wanted to say compliments. Well done, Thank you. Cooper Don't Cup try to like butter me up before the playoffs <laughs> in case in case we match up. Like, hit, hit, hit accept on that trade that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. We got anything else? No, I gotta get back to couch time and cocoa cocoa melon. All right. Well, let's wrap this bad boy up. Big Ben K Win, nofilter.net. If you don't miss us live, you can also check out the highlights at Big Ben K Win underscore Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Download, listen, subscribe. We come to you live every Thursday. Bonus episode this Friday night. Get yourself some gold rim glasses. Instant credibility. Boom. Boom. Nice job. See ya.